Welcome back to another episode of Football at the Bar with your host, T.A. and G. Money, bringing you all the highlights, talking mess, and all the bullshit you shouldn't have missed. So what's up, everybody? This is Football at the Bar. We're your hosts. My name is T.A. And this is G. Money. And we're here to bring you some fun, exciting, keeping it real football takes for you that are completely different than what you're getting from every place else. We've been doing this for how long, G.? It's got to be at least 20 years. 20 now. years watching yeah. football, having drinks and talking so. the game out. So I'm excited to be here with you. We're going to sit over and get some great takes to the folks and we're going to sit over and have some fun today. So oh, let me ask you a question before we get started. What you drinking on today? I'm going with my old faithful. You know, I'm actually kind of like an old man to, for the, some of you out there that maybe are on to the scotches of the world. I'm into this J and B, you know, a blended scotch. <laughs> my go-to. And for me, I drink Cavassier. I'm a cognac connoisseur. Yeah, so that's are. what we're going to get to. Yeah. So with that being said, are you ready to talk some football? I'm with it. Okay, good. So the first subject I got for you is that 70-point wallop that Miami <laughs> put on the Broncos. Yes, and let me get some of your opinions on that. On that. That, was, that was a monster right there. Well, okay. So everybody saw it. You know, I'm really excited about Miami, to be honest with you. Um, speed kills, okay? Was it the need, the need for speed? I mean, these boys are gazelles at every position, every skill position. And I didn't really think, I didn't see this coming. I mean, we all know about the cheetah. Everybody has him in their fantasy, what have you. We know he's, you know, Mach 5 on the, on the Richter scale in terms of being a dangerous threat. But it's that Mostert and the Achante and the what's the guy's name Achante? No, A-Chain. A-Chain. See, my bad for messing up your name. <laughs> but that guy and Waddle didn't even play. I mean, they actually remind me of the the best team on turf with the St. Louis Rams back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. I, the I mean, Super Bowl. yeah, man, them dudes is gazelles out there, and they put an ass whooping. On the Broncos, which me being a Raiders fan, I loved. I, I could watch it a hundred times. I loved it so much. But, you know, I think that these guys are the legit real deal. I actually think that they may be the team that is represented in the Super Bowl. I'm going to go ahead and say that right now. I actually believe that. Well, that was going to be my next question for you. Do you believe that this team actually is going to overtake the Chiefs to be the preeminent team in the NFL. I do. I do. Listen, the only thing that I would say they need to show is that they need to be able to show that they can perform like that in the cold, and they need to be able to show that they can do that against a superior defense. And this week coming up, they got Buffalo. So, I mean, that's perfect. But if they show out against Buffalo, <laughs> Watch out. So what that shows you is, is that seeding is so important in the AFC. Because if they're not the number one seed, guess where they have to go in the playoffs to get to the Super Bowl? Yeah, they got to go to the cold. And they got to go to the You know, whether or not they're born there or not, you know, they're Florida boys. They're used to that weather, that that humidity and and all that. And everybody looks good in, let's say, summertime type of weather. But it's like, can you perform at that level? And it's not a dome. And you're in a division where there are cold teams everywhere. So can you do that when it's cold? But this this team, I actually think they can. I really do think that they can. Provided that, you know, the only ifs are is, is if their quarterback can survive the season. If he's there, then sky's the limit for them. Well, really the question is, is the loss 
who was really who has to take responsibility for this loss? Because that's my thought process is who's taking the responsibility in your opinion? What do you think? Okay, so to me, it is Sean Payton. Um, everybody, it's almost silly to assume and just lob all of this on Russell Wilson because, yeah, he's the quarterback, but he, last time I checked, he doesn't play any defense. So Sean Payton did all of that talking and bloviating, you know, before the season, talking about their previous offensive coordinator and, you know, he's a new sheriff in town and, you know, he's got this resume for being in this great executor. And, yeah, we, he won the Super Bowl and we all know and I and we get it. Right. But that to me just shows a devoid of leadership because his team quit on him. And so whether you could say they quit on him or they quit on the defensive coordinator, whatever, you're the one that's the head of the honcho. You're the one that's the head of the snake. And you're the one that's supposed to be bringing in this new regime, this new day of Broncos football. And y'all got mollywopped. Especially at the money that he's getting paid. Come on. See, my big problem is, is that you hear in the media, all these individuals trying to blame it on Russ. Like, Russ Russ was the one that gave up 70 points. Now, Russ could have scored more than 20 unequivocally. I have no doubt about that. But Russ didn't really play bad. He didn't play bad. He didn't play great, but he he didn't didn't play play bad. The defense played horrible. Yeah. And to give up 70 points, exactly what you just said is the team gave up on them. And part of the reason I believe that the team gave up on them is because of how Peyton has acted. Have you seen another coach talk so negatively about their starting quarterback? Now, this this just isn't – any regular old quarterback. This is a quarterback that's on the cusp of being a Hall of Fame quarterback. It was just a few years ago they were talking about let Russ cook and he was vying for an MVP. And now the head coach, a person of uh, of Peyton's uh, stature, sitting over here and disrespecting his own starting quarterback, not just his own starting quarterback, but the previous coach. You have to have more gravitas. You have to have more um just respect for the game than to be doing things like well, that. Well, okay, it's interesting you say about respect. So to me, what I see is is that there really isn't any respect for the quote-unquote leaders of your team. So there may be respect in terms of what the team may feel for Sean Payton because he has the pedigree to prove it. But I think that Russ lost the team last year. And this is just a, a, a microcosm example of that. That, But – with that being said, he's not on defense. So what it really means is, is that this team, in my estimation, has gotten into the habit and, the, and, and really the, the danger of losing. And so they are used to losing. They're used to getting their ass whipped. So when these guys really were showing that they were superior athletes, they kind of they bent. You know, they, they, they took they, the deal. Yeah, they might have came out. Like, oh, okay, rah, rah, and, you know, we're, we're about to do it. But the minute that they got hit in the mouth, all of that, you know, that bluster went away quick, and then it stayed going away. So the fact that they got beat by 70. Well, they didn't get beat by 70. They gave up 70. Story, they got beat me, by they 50. Gave, they got beat by, I mean, but, <laughs> okay. <laughs> potato, so, potato. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got, they got their ass handed to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I've – seen that in the modern era i mean maybe in john madden when i'm playing you know on my, well, my own but i've never just actually seen an nfl pro team just get spanked like that it was like watching not, not jv versus mm-hmm. yeah it's like pop warner even i was gonna say jv it's like watching pop warner versus like the var like okay y'all are some little kids 
and I'm out here doing no look passes and spin moves and and you guys are bouncing off me. I mean, it was ridiculous. I want to stay on the coach deal because, you know, everybody talks about Russ won a Super Bowl a long time ago and, you know, what has he done since? Well, Sean Payton won a Super Bowl, just won a long time ago, and what has he done since? And so when you talk about how much uh, esteem that he has, at the end of the day, is that only takes you so far. It's, it, this is a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league. And, yeah. you know, it, he's not doing much at this point, and there's no other alternative for him. So now the whole thought process with him is I'm just going to sweep everybody out of here. They've already uh, discussed putting um, – what's the uh, wide receiver that just came off of um, injury? What's his name? I actually uh, have him on my, on my uh, Are you team. talking about uh, Ju- Judy? Yeah. Jerry they're, they're, Judy. Now they're, they're shopping Jerry Judy. Like So now it's, okay, I have to clear out everybody and then bring in a whole new team. One, he's not Dion. Yeah. He thinks he's Dion. You're not Dion. So very interesting to see where they're going to go. Are they going to completely fall on their faces? Or is he? this is going to be a test and a testament to see what is his medal? in terms of can he really turn this team around and at least make them competitive? Because he's in the danger of not Arizona being the worst team in the league, but his team being the worst team. Oh, yeah. And you know what? And they're coming up and they're playing Chicago next, right? So this is like, you know, the Bad News Bears Bowl. I mean, (laughs) who's shittier? If okay. he loses, so, yeah. if he loses so, to, 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 to Chicago Bears, oh my God. he might as well quit. Okay. And, and you know what? He's going to get this full season. First of all, he's going to get time Definitely. because he's Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. But and they're paying him too much money. And quite frankly, you know, he can always use this year as an excuse to just say, oh, okay, these are not my guys. I, these are just the guys mm-hmm. that I inherited. I didn't have a full draft. I didn't get in all of the free agents I want. And he's, he's already got his built-in excuse. But, you know... Really, to me, what shows the medal of a great coach is to be able to take, you know, the average Tom, Dick and Harry and get them to believe and to focus and be prepared and execute to the game plan. And right now, you know, he's failing at that miserably. I do expect them to beat Chicago. I mean, Lord, help them, even though I hate the Broncos, Raider Nation. But, (laughs) you know, Lord, help him. If he if he loses to Chicago, I mean, you want to talk about bad press. Well, excuses. Speaking of excuses, excuses are just like assholes. Everybody got one. So I'm not interested in hearing any excuses of what he has to say, especially how he came at Nathaniel Hackett, the previous yeah, that was coach. the offensive corner, right. The, the things that he said of. about that individual, although they might be true, guess what? That's not something that you say in the public. Sure. That actually lowered his esteem. Have you ever heard of the uh, Coaches Collective? Uh Actually, no. No, I haven't. Yeah, the Coaches Collective is like uh, um, uh, Shanahan and his crew. They have a little crew called the Coaches Collective. Okay. And um, they were very taken aback by that. And each one of those coaches are have have it out for yeah. Sean Payton and are going to abuse him every single time they play him. Well, yeah, because it's kind of like, um, I mean, to use a, a movie analogy, it's kind of like The Godfather. It's like, you know, when... Michael said to his brother, he was like, you know, never let the uh, the family, nobody less outside of the family know what you're thinking. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> never go against the family. And, you know, the the, the coaches have this kind of intertribal mm-hmm. mob type of network to where it's like, bro, did you just say something about somebody? You right. just talked about the cousin. Right, right. And it's like, that's exactly what he did. And you know what? That that. It was true, quite frankly. I think most of the general populace didn't disagree with his sentiment 
And they up until the league actually began, we were kind of almost saying, oh, okay, well, you know, he's just calling a spade a spade and whatever his team may be motivated. But it seems like that is having the opposite effect. So it's really like, no, really it is like, you know what, you keep talking and, you know, bad things will happen to you. Like that's the karma universe mm-hmm. wave of things. It's like, no, your ass is getting handed to you and you as a coach, your primary duty is to inspire. Mm-hmm. And so you can't point the fingers and you live in a glass house. Without a doubt. You can't do it. But speaking of coaches, it's funny that you say that because we're going to jump to Dion. And okay. not just Dion, but what the other coach did. He was landing or something like that. Yeah. What the other coach did when he made that remark in front of the cameras, <laughs> trying to high, yeah. trying to high sign, and, and was literally making those comments in front of the camera for clicks. Yeah. So, so talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, you know what also that, uh, really annoyed me game. too is that you know. I don't know. He had his eyes bugging now. He was like, <laughs> we're not doing this for clicks. And it was like all so mm-hmm. intense. And I was like, why did you just get a burst of cocaine putting in your body real quick? He, just was, he was just so animated. And I'm like, really? Now, granted, it worked, but it worked because you have, a, have had a couple of years of recruiting, sir. Okay. You came from Georgia. You just got your ass handed to you the first time you, you played Georgia. And we all know, looking at Dion, Dion is a natural inspirator. Mm-hmm. What it is, is what he doesn't have is personnel. He's got a bunch of, you know, 275, maybe 285 linemen on both sides that are little playing against guys that are going to play in the league uh, uh, one day. And so he's, you know, putting uh, basically like duct tape and, and, and spit and, and cleverness together to get these kids to be inspired but they don't have the personnel to really compete on the level and to me i i loved what he said because it was like oh okay all right let me write this down like oh okay yeah yeah we're clickbait we're we're doing this for clicks so dion's gonna take his receipts wait till you see these fools next year (laughs) what what what, what dion said that was very poignant in my opinion is what Dion said is, this is the worst I'll ever be. So you got yeah. me this year. You get me now. You better get you me better now get while me you now. can. Yeah, get all your jollies off now. And he's probably going to lose the USC too. So I agree. And the team isn't devoid completely of talent. I mean, no. we have a first-round quarterback. A you know, his other son Shiloh's real, real good. Yeah. Now – I, I I don't know number that, ten uh, on there with the receiver. I can't think of the kid's name. Right, but he, but he's he, pretty he's good, and, and the one that's hurt is going to be a first round uh, uh, oh, player yeah. as well. Yeah, that that lacerated his kidney. So I don't think they're completely devoid of talent. What no. I do believe is that, like you said, they're a little bit smaller. Yeah, than, they're than devoid of talent teams. in the in the trenches. But I look they forward, have skill position. I look right forward now. to Dion whipping that ass. For oh, the man. next four years after I this. wish that he was still in the Pac-12 because it, it, it right. just so mm-hmm. happens that they're going to the to the Big Ten, I think it is. Yes. So I, I hope that they find a way to put Oregon back on his schedule next year. Now, the question is, Oregon be might be going to the Big Ten as well. I know several yeah, are teams they? are going over there. USC is going over there. Yeah, I don't know there. if Oregon was on there on that list. Right. But, yes, it, it wouldn't it, – so my understanding was – uh, Oregon, Stanford, and a few others are staying, but mm-hmm. UCLA, USC, um, Colorado, mm-hmm. are, are, are in Arizona or in Utah, I believe, are transitioning. Mm-hmm. 
you know, don't quote me on that. This is just going off the cuff. But I think those are the teams that are transitioning out. So, you know, okay, you know, you can say all you want right now because you know that other, unless you guys intentionally schedule it, we're not going to see that maybe for another two years. Now, you know what I hate is I hate the hate on Dion. Right. It's, it, it's like the mainstream media is like these here. basic, you know, individuals out here. I almost want to use the motherfucker. These these basic motherfuckers want to sit over and hate his flash, his his, his excitement, his, his his bravado. But it's so funny. They those are the same individuals that love McGregor. Oh, of and course. his bravado and his his quote unquote arrogance. They love it for McGregor, but they hate it from him. That's why he's going to whip. All of these individuals' asses, and I would not be surprised if he is not playing in the college playoffs within a year or two. Oh yeah, Dion. No, oh, yeah. Oh no doubt, because what they're really afraid of is Dion is cutting through the red tape. Dion inspires. Mm-hmm. Dion makes an impact because he's he's talking to the heart. He's talking to the. He knows people's mamas, their cousins, or, or who's in jail, who we need to give money to, uh, you know, grandmama and them, you know, we got, to, I mean, we've all seen it, right? So it's just like there is, and quite frankly, Dion has always been flashy. And what does America love? America loves a flashy person who delivers on their flash. And that, is Dion. That's Dion even in the loss because, quite frankly, we all know he was playing with a half deck. We just wanted to see if his magic and his gravitas would overcome the insurmountable, which was you got about 10, uh, 300 pound plus dudes who run might run a four or five on your side of the ball. So, okay, it didn't happen, and we, we, we can move on from that. But I have no doubts. I wouldn't be surprised, as especially with the way that the the IL is now, that Dion gets a treasure trove of transfers that was maybe gone to Alabama and LSU and Florida State and so forth. Then boys might just say, "Oh, you know what? I didn't like the tone of that coach in Oregon. You know what? Click clack, click clack. I'm about to Dion. Let, come come take me to the promised land." That's the one thing I bet you that happens. But speaking of you know inspiring a team, let me tell you. Unfortunately for you. Who does no inspiring whatsoever? Okay, so you already know that this is like literally, you know, the long suffering. Me long. being a Raiders fan, twenty years. But I'm going to be specific. Is I'm not really going to talk about the players because I think that we have talent. We're not devoid of talent. What I really am disgusted by is when you talk about inspiration and leadership. Is that Josh McDaniels going for the field goal was the most cowardice, um, unintelligent move that I think I've seen in a very long time. He it, was, even, it was little bowl. Oh actually. my God, man! You know, in football, you're supposed to have grande weapons. At the minimum, if you don't make it, you got these guys pressed up at the five, and you still got all those timeouts that you were going for. But you kicked a field goal with a hope, the hope that we were going to get the ball back. And it didn't matter because you really played into a superior coach and said, hey, I bet you, you know, was the, uh, what's the Steelers coach guy's name? Um, Tomlin. Tomlin. I, I, I'm embarrassed to say I can't remember it, but, you know, that's the liquor. That's the JB. But, <laughs> look, 
Tomlin is the antithesis of that. Mm -hmm. He can come in there and bring you and me, and we will go out there and ready to break our necks for him. And he just has that skill set. What I am disgusted by is, you know, this whole Patriot way. And, um, you know, Josh McDaniels has gotten a lot of credit for all of the the success that he had in New England. and But only in New England. I would say that I think that he is an individual who has a pretty good grasp on, let's say, design, uh, offensive scheme and design. And he can design very clever plays like the the one that he did on fourth and one that we ended up scoring the first touchdown on. But what he is horrible at is actual like play calling, because the real key as him taking the reins away from his offensive coordinator and him being the leader and the inspiration person of men is that he decided that he was going to get pass happy and he kept going to the fringes, which was away from the strength of his quarterback. His quarterback it doesn't have a noodle arm, but he is not a strong arm thrower. So why are we playing the game in these three sets, uh, three uh, step back drops and going to the fringes all the time when he likes to pass over the middle? Why are you doing play action plays when you know you have not successfully made the run possible? There was no balance. He needed to take Josh Jacobs, who they just paid, who was going to get paid off of the incentives on his contract and just motivated. And you need to get him in rhythm. I don't care if he ran two yards, three yards and a cloud of dust. You know what? Guess what? You weren't successful at the run. The game is seven, seven. The game is 14, seven at those junctures. You need to ram rod, run the ball and make sure that it is effective so that you can then transition to other plays. But then fast forwarding down the line to the end of the game, you need to try to win the damn game. The Patriot way was about winning, but guess what? Al Davis was about winning. Okay, what was it? Just win, baby? That's what, that's our mantra. I mean, they, 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 but come on, man. The thing is, the Patriot way is antiquated. At the end of the day is the Patriot way has not won since Tom Brady was there. And, and, and let me tell you something. Do I respect Tom Brady? Of course. Do I think he's the greatest thing since sliced bread? Absolutely not. To heart, real take. Mahomes is far better than Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. From a, from a, just a, from physical, a skill from set, a skill set perspective. Yes. But, but still Tom Brady, what he did is he had balls. What he did is he led them to wins that wins were not there, that the average quarterback wouldn't have got for him. But the Patriot way is antiquated. It's a nineties, early two thousands, yeah. um, type of setup. Yes. And what we see, Josh McDaniels is not a winner. The no. only person he's ever won with is with Tom Brady. Well, he hasn't Tom won. Brady has exposed him, and I know I'm cutting oh, him yes, off. But to me, what I would say is is that he's an individual who is good at drawing up schemes and, and game plan in, in terms of just cute and maybe clever and even creative plays. But the cadence of a game is and how you call the game, what I really am seeing is Tom Brady was probably checking down and saying, no, we ain't going to run this bullshit. No, we're going to run the ball. And was probably Changing telling him, no, 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 uh, this is what I see. Let me check down. No, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. And when you take that person with that mind, with that, because what I there's a lot of things I can say about Tom that are like are, are bloviated in the, in the, let's say, the eyes of the public. But one of the things that I will never take away from him is his gangster. 
There's only two quarterbacks that I've really seen that has been like cutthroat. I'm going to stab you in the heart like that. It's been Joe Montana and Tom Brady because Tom Brady, for everything that he doesn't have in terms of physical ability, he he has he thinks the game. And when you give him time, he's like, I'm going to slit your throat. And we've seen it through the evidence through his career. So when you take it back to Josh McDaniels, what you're really telling me is if Tom Brady isn't out there, you ain't shit. Well, what was the last uh, team that he coached prior to the Raiders? Oh, with the Denver, when and and he was a what, dump, he was a dumpster what, fire there. What type of debacle was that? Oh, a complete dumpster fire. Now I think he I think he had learned from that, but you know the number one lesson that he hasn't learned is you know what interpersonal relationships. Yes, and having some damn cojones. Right. Go for but, it. But let's go further than that. We just saw Adams in the media yesterday sitting over here saying this ain't the deal. Yeah, that they're not doing it right. This they is not, not how we right. win. And guess where that buck stops? It stops with him. It stops with and they're him. And not, they're not doing it right because, you know, they're telegraphing everything. It doesn't matter. From a fantasy perspective, everybody loved the fact that Devontae went off. But you're ramrodding the entire offense through him. When you have Renfro, you got, you know. Uh, Renfro was uh, basic. But it doesn't matter. He's He's a talent, and he could be seen as a threat. You just you just drafted Mayer, who you know when the the, the Patriots were bowling, they had they were tight end uh, crossing, yeah. but we don't even know if he's basic or not basic because he ain't got the ball. They, he well, he scored out. a touchdown the other night. Well, no, he scored an extra point. Okay, but, yeah, but right. what I would say is is that he has not drawn up the schemes and told his quarterback to do the reads. Now, maybe some of that may be on Garoppolo. Maybe Garoppolo is, is a little but too. He made sure he kept, he went out and got Garoppolo simply because he came from go. the Patriot way. How many people? And he ain't doing how many it. people that have come from the Patriot way have succeeded in the league? Ah, uh, uh, Bill Belichick, <laughs> and, and only with uh, and only with Tom Brady. So at so, the end of the yeah, day, we, we need to, knock to it we off. need to walk away from that and talk knock about it that. off. How many teams have gone out and gotten executives? to do with the Patriot way that are performing at the very bottom of the league. So that whole mindset, and I respect my, my avatar on DraftKings is Belichick with some dreadlocks, with Cam Newton's dreadlocks. So <laughs> I respect his mind. I, I, I've been able to see over the course of my life since LT what he's been able to do with defenses. And I, and I respect hardcore, hard grinding leadership. That's exactly the type of leader I am in my corporate and my work life. But at the end of the day is the concepts, the X's and O's, the actual wins and losses are not showing up mm-hmm. doing it the Patriot way. What's old boy that was uh, at, at Detroit? Oh, you're talking about uh, the, the, the defensive coordinator who, who went there and it completely. Oh, just, yeah, he completely they they took the that bag. team from the brother who sat over here and had winning records and took them to the playoffs. But I we're going to fire him to bring in this jack. Oh, and we should have names. destroyed the we team. We should have names. But you didn't, yeah, I know. You, is, it, is it Patricia? Is it Matt? Yeah, Patricia? Matt Patricia. Okay. Yeah. See, I knew it would come to me. Yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, he, it, again, you know, this is just. They're riding the coattails of the success that they, they experienced. But then what you end up proving, what they are proving and have continued to prove is that they themselves don't inspire. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about Dion, 
when we talk about the great quarterbacks in the in the league, when we we're denigrating Sean Payton, it's that lack of inspiration. You have to get your guys to believe and execute. You can be an X and O's guys all day long. Hell, I can draw up some plays in the dirt and make it look real sexy, but it's about the inspiration, having them believe. And he, they don't have it. Uh, speaking of um, uh, of great quarterbacks, you know who isn't a great quarterback? You know who just absolutely disgusts I mean, me? I can think of a couple of them. You, you, you know who say. I told my son the second he was drafted, this individual's not going to be anything or anybody in this league and should not have been drafted in the place that he was drafted. He should have been drafted in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth round mm. and instead was drafted number two. Mm. Our, our Talk man, to me. Our man, Zach. Uh, Mickey Mouse Zach. My man. Mickey Mouse Zach. <laughs> I mean, have you seen a person that's been more inept <laughs> ever since being drafted than him? And, and to think that New York drafted him over Justin Fields. Well, you know, that to me, it's like Poor the, 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 dra- the draft has become uh, and the preparation and leading up to the draft has become a television show because there is no way in hell that him not playing in the ACC and, and him being – Not ACC, decent, the SEC. Excuse me, the SEC, excuse me. That JB. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but essentially what I'm saying is, is that he did not play to a level of competition that he was going to. And, yeah, he put up numbers and, and he did what he did, but – there were a lot of things that if you really listen to the scouting reports, that it's like he had a lot of hitches in his um, – yes, he has a physical arm, but he had a lot of hitches in his um, in his delivery. He would not deliver with the right footing, all of that. And now you couple that with the fact that he does not have the most ideal offensive line, and he's basically – he's folding under the pressure. And what you see is, is you just see a guy who's just a guy. Like, you know, he's just like, you know, just a dude who is athletic, who can throw the ball, but he's not. A, no, no, no. What is his wide receiver just say? He's not a gangster. What did his wide receiver just say that, that they actually brought in people to read the lips? He can't throw the ball. The dude is Mickey Mouse in his basic. Because he's basic scared. He's over here seeing shadows. He's like, huh. Seeing ghosts. Huh. Why do and the you know, Jets always get quarterbacks that see ghosts? I know. Well, this is why they haven't won and since, you know, before we was born. Okay? Before we were, before okay, we were I mean, born. For crying what out was out. the last quarterback that won the, or the only quarterback that won the Super Bowl? For them? Yes. Oh, it's, um, uh, Gosh, Broadway Joe. Broadway uh, Joe. Yeah. Did you hear what Broadway Joe just said? Oh, he 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 laid uh, into eviscerated him. them he unequivocally. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? He is. I would say has the 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 gravitas to sit over here and, oh, yeah. and, and say these things. Certainly, as a fan, yeah, and, and as a as a as a professional, as a Hall of Famer. Why? Who else how, you know how how bad do I feel for those fans that have to look at this? clown car out there on the field not producing week in and week out now for two seasons and then okay. they talk about they try to put fields on his level because fields is having a horrible first couple of games first multiple games of his season but fields just last year people were talking about him as an mvp when have they ever talked about zach wilson as an mvp 
I mean, not ever, never. But 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 now you want to sit over and compare them and put them on equal footing. And it's not to sit over here and lower Justin Fields. It's to elevate Zach Wilson. Well, and at the end of the day is when a GM makes a choice like that, when you had a person like Justin Fields, his athletic prowess, when you had Mac Jones, who I'm not a Mac Jones fan. He just hit Sauce Gardner in the nuts. I'm not a Mac Jones fan. I've seen him sit over here and wear uh, dreadlocks and blackface dressing up for uh, like a uh, quote-unquote Obama uh, for Halloween. So I'm not Ooh. a fan of him. But I will say Ooh, this. Shots fired. He's a, yeah, shots fired. But yeah, most people don't know about that. But uh, what I will say is he's a far better quarterback than Zach Wilson. The only thing Zach Wilson ever did, I never even heard of him before he threw that Mickey Mouse pass at his pro day in shorts and a t-shirt, long pass, sidearm, like Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he needs to be the number two quarterback. Chris well, Sims, who just absolutely, this is what I'm talking about, that mainstream media and clown car shit, sat over here and said he was better than Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence ain't that good when they say he's generational. Mm-hmm. But to sit over here and say Zach Wilson is better than Trevor Lawrence is blasphemy. To take something well, from just, Stephen A. You, blasphemy! Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, no, look, they just picked up Simeon. Um, which I think won't do no better. But see, to me, this goes back to what I was even referencing with the coaches, because to me, this is more like this is on. Was it Robert Sala? Sala. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we're talking about inspiration of men. So the what I really see is, you know, that your quarterback is a hook. You know it. That, that, well, that's why they went out and got Aaron Rodgers. So, so unfortunately, do, well, yeah, and they, of course, yeah, they got Aaron Rodgers, and we all saw the, the tragedy. He didn't even, you know, four, four plays. plays in a cloud of dust. You know, I mean, it karma is, is a motherfucker, ain't it? But yeah, karma is a mother. <laughs> but what I would say is, is that he's not playing to his strengths. So when you know, through the years, because we've been who's not playing football, to his strengths? Uh, Sala. Is not playing oh. to the strengths of his team. Correct. So, Without a what doubt. I yes. would really say is a criticism on Salah. And, and, and as much as I want to throw Zach under the bus, it's really if Bill Belichick was in that position or if Bill Parcells was in that position, Guess what would they, they still done. be a hook? No, no they, they would have run the ball. Okay, that's fair enough. They would have run the ball, especially with the two running backs that they have. And, but here's where the challenge is: it's the line. But here's where the deal is, right? Especially with that defense mm-hmm. and the running backs that they have. But here's where the deal is: you know what both of those uh, coaches would have done? Would have benched this clown car. Sure. Would not be coming in front of the media saying he's our starting quarterback for the rest of the year. Agreed. I, how does Sal even say that with a straight face? Because he's because you know there's too many uh, quote unquote leaders in the professional ranks that uh, play to the media, and he's in one of the media meccas, so he's just he's succumbing to that. But the truth of the matter is, is that when you are the person who is the governor over 50, 52, 53 men, what you need to do is you need to say. I'm going to put you in the best position to win Mm -hmm. the damn game. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, what you're saying is, damn it, it doesn't matter if we have a shitty quarterback. What we're going to do is he's going to do screens and a couple of play actions that we designed for him. Mm -hmm. But out of the 60 or 70 plays that we run on offense, 50 of them are going to be run plays. Hey, what's the running back for them? What's the running back for them? They're running back. uh, You got Hall. Yeah, Hall. 
Leg be damned. I'd run his ass every single time if I had to. I would yeah. definitely not be giving the ball. I would definitely not be giving the ball to Zach Wilson to sit over here and, and, and throw the ball anymore. The dude is absolutely egregious. Yeah, I'm but, with you. But 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 let's talk about egregious quarterbacks who have been depicted as egregious. But the reality is, is one, they were at one point in time in their career not too far long ago, um, a top five quarterback went through some uh, adversity and now are just finding their way. What I'm excited about is what we saw from Deshaun Watson this past week. Mm. Deshaun Watson had a great game. Had a a a serviceable. No, 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 no. That's underselling. Not serviceable. He had a... He won um, better than no no no. Let's look at those stats. The stats were just under three hundred yards uh, passing, no interceptions. He did, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, have one fumble. But overall, played very 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 well. His best game in the past roughly two seasons. Yeah, well, it, well not it, it, in his really, past two gotta, seasons. You since he came back last year, since this he came back last year, game that he's had. And so, Absolutely. what I'm saying is, is that the media has depicted him as. Uh, a person that is a molester, a, just, uh, uh, or, or I should say, a right uh, assaulter. And, and, and what I will, what, what I will tell you this is, we're going to sit down and I'm going to break down the Deshaun Watson situation that most of the public doesn't know that the media is not depicting in a very accurate form. But that's oh, not tell. That, oh no, no, we're not going to tell today because oh, that's okay. a, that's too salacious, and these individuals need to get to know us before I get that deep and that real. Okay, with yeah, them. you ain't trying to turn but, off. No, 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 no. But okay. what I will do because I. They need to understand that I unequivocally keep it real, and I'm unequivocally educated in this. I do know the backstories. No, of I know you. You dig deep. You know, I you, do. You, I dig deep. You, you always have. But what I will say with Deshaun Watson is, anybody else is given an opportunity to shake that rust off after almost two years of not playing, and he was never given that opportunity. Now, when we see the turn, now he's in for an unbelievable opportunity and that opportunity is to sit over here and bring the Browns to a position that has not been done since the when we were kids oh. blast from the past Bernie Kozar oh, taking yeah. him to the AFC championship game. I don't you. think they can sit over and get to the Super Bowl because you have Miami and you have the Chiefs to go through but sure. what I do believe is that that if luck falls there on their are, side, they a, can get to their off arc because of that they defense. Are. I mean, that organization, as much as they're laughed at, have put together a team that can go very yes. deep and very they far. Have, into they the are playoffs. doing. A, they are pro- providing you with a formula for success in the National Football League. Great defense. Solid running game. Well, they would have had a great running game if it wasn't for their running back getting hurt, you know, which ate my fantasy teams up. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, but solid, solid, solid running game. Mm -hmm. And then you've got decent skill possessions with a smart quarterback. Cause you know what? That same formula is what the Dallas Cowboys are trying to do. I mean, it's damn near like you could rubber stamp it. Without it just happens Mm -hmm. to be the Cleveland Browns. And Lord knows, because you know we got family that's from Akron and Cleveland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They, you want to talk about me being a long sufferer? They have suffered for eons, so I know they are so elated that this three hundred dollar million dollar man is actually starting to bear some fruit. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm happy for him. It, 
It, we'll see where it goes. But I, because we have to temper our expectations because the reality is that it is against the Titans. The Titans have one of the worst passing defenses in the NFL. Yeah, and, and Cooper might show up. You know, he's sometimey, but he might show whoa, up. Whoa, why do you disrespect your your, your, your old Raider guy? It's I not mean, about him being an old Raider. He, he was great with the Raiders. No, he was not he was, great. He was very, no, very, very good. No, he was very good, but he was not great. And the reason why we let him go is because – just like what I said, you know, or what we say about a lot of he gets in the mood. We, he that, gets in the mood to well, where I don't want to. I don't really want to do it today. How about because greatness? I hate. I don't want people to throw around that term too loosely. But greatness is is that I am excellent when excellence is required. And what Cooper, ah. what Cooper has done is is when there is no expectations on him. I'll say the same thing about Derek Carr. Yeah, I said it, Derek Carr is that they are excellent in games where there's no pressure on I'm so, them. But the I, meaning – I, I can brought that, up Derek that, Carr. That, yeah, but the uh, minute that it's required, their booty hole gets tight. And then they oh, – Well, guess what? Your quarterback right now does the same thing. And, and, and I just well, – why do you even bring him down? I know. I need to take a sip. So, remember, we're talking about Deshaun Watson. And what, yeah, I'm and, sorry, and what we have seen is Deshaun Watson step up. Right now, currently. I agree. And so it's definitely TBD. It's to be determined if he's going to be the individual to justify one that contract. I'm so tired of everybody complaining about he got the contract and da-da-da-da. I mean, they paid it. Hey, guess what? They paid it. Good for him. They it's, it's not like they paid it just by willy-nilly. It's not like this is Miami. This is Cleveland. You're going to have to pay somebody great. Right. Somebody go anybody who's good to go to Cleveland. So, it, end to act like this, let me tell you something. They paid Zach Wilson that money. Everybody wouldn't say shit. But they paid Deshaun Watson the money. It's a, it's a, it's a problem. And you know what? And if they paid Zach Wilson that money, everybody would be fired. I'd be fired. Everybody. Well, I tell you, the GM ain't that the smart. They have one of the, the sharpest GMs in the NFL. You know what? It, it, if you look at how they put together this team, really one of the weakest, uh, one of the weakest uh, uh, components of that team is the coach. I don't know if he's the man. I like him. I just don't know if he's the man. Because yeah, I hear you. All right. So last thing before we go into our DFSs, because I know we need to talk about a little that. fantasy, a little DFS. But yeah. I, I will say this is just as a closing to Watson. Um, you know what? Lamar Jackson doesn't look. All that great, right? He now. don't look bad, though. He didn't look bad. They're win. They're two and one. I they get lost it. on some fluke. They lost on some ref shit. Yeah, because yeah, they they should have. They should no. Have, it was a the the interception. I mean, this is a, a, a lot of bullshit that they had to deal with in that game. Okay, so, and, and Tucker missed that uh, field goal. Yes, but what I would really say is that Lamar, from a passing position, has looked a little sloppy. No, only the game one. And a little no, bit of game, I, even the game they they and lost they were just You got to remember they had a hurricane last week. Well, whatever. I'm just saying he ain't looked like. Oh my God, you're the MVP. Oh yes, he has. Okay. Did you see the runs? Well, maybe we have to recap that after week three because I I beg to differ on that. I think that if Lamar, you had him in fantasy, would you have been happy? I, mean, I do have him in fantasy. Would you? I, how how I, many points did he, he score? Look, because he ran the ball oh, and got two touchdowns. Oh, so, 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 so did I he mean, play okay. well? So did he play well? Yeah, but oh, see, great. but from a quarterback position, which you also want to see, just like what we see with Jalen Hurts, you want to see that that the guy knows how to deliver the ball in the pocket. Also, have you ever played in a hurricane? A, a, a tropical, a tropical storm. I mean, have you ever no. played? Okay, but so is it fair to say it might be a little bit different than when it's sunny? 
All okay. Going back to your Watson thing, all I'm really saying in saying talking about Lamar, it's not really to diss Lamar. No. It's just Lamar's in my heart. Lamar, there's some vulnerabilities there. There's some vulnerabilities with the fact that um the with the bank um I'm just Joe Burrow. Blank. Joe Burrow got the calf injury. You know, he looked suspect yesterday. The, the Steelers offense is dog meat. They just looked good against my Raiders, but that's just because they were playing and, us. And everybody looks good. So I, so, I still like the Steelers. I still like I, because they're going to come I like with Tomlin. the Raiders, I like Tomlin. I like yes. Tomlin. But, you know, that's like there's a window for Watson. There is a window. And so, guess what? We're about to exploit it. Yeah. But, but speaking right. of exploited, let's talk about how we exploited this fantasy football. For those of you that don't know, we also play football because, or fantasy football Addicts. because we love football. <laughs> and we also play DFS, which is daily fantasy sports. We play the football in yeah. that. We absolutely love this game. So we watch it. Successful. We play it. And we, we, we gamble on it too. So please tell me, how'd your, how'd your fantasy do this week? All right. So DFS wise, you know, I want some coin. I, I I won't say how much because you know I want nobody coming to rob me. <laughs> but I want some money. He want love um, And you know I I messed around and picked basically everybody on uh, on Miami except the guy I couldn't remember the uh, a Sean or a Tante. Uh, uh, um, that boy. You didn't, you didn't you, fuck me up. Yeah, yeah. I know. Whatever that boy's name. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't pick him. Well, one. Right. How could you pick him when he didn't get any playing time in the first week or two? Right. Right. Uh, so why would you pick him? But mo- and most people didn't. But I just, right. you know, it hurt me though because oh. if I put him in the flex spot, if I'd have put him in the flex spot instead of. Um, I think, what did I have? Jones. Right. Oh, man, I would have killed her. You know, I would have. But anyway. Hey, I guess I, I what? Guess. You would have you you won thousands of Yeah, I know. I'm a, I might have been like, I retired. Damn this podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know. Invested in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Real talk. <laughs> but, you know, okay, so I did well. But the ones that really hurt me actually were in my, let's say, my regular fantasy. I'm going to just transition to those some of the same guys who really... So, so how, how did your week go with regular fantasy? Let's start off there, man. Before you can go to DFS, how did right. you, you go with, with, with I'm in two fantasy? leagues. I'm in two leagues. Uh, there's a lot of... there's a It's a 14-team league, and then I have a 12-team uh, league. And in both leagues, I had double games. So because in order to make sure everybody plays, I'm sure all of you out here have done this many times, you play two teams. So... Uh, in the, in last week, I basically in the kink team that I like where it's like, I'm not my friends. I was two and oh, I, I, I destroyed and I, so had, now you're three and oh, so now I'm three and oh, okay. Well, not technically four and oh, cause well, so who hit, yeah, definitely. So, so technically four and oh, so who, who hit for you in, in those? Uh, Devante hit for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he were hit for me too. Um, the, the, the backup running back for the Browns, he hit for me. Okay. Um, he did all right. How many points he scored this week? He gave me about 16 or 17. Which is surprising because um, Tennessee has been locked down. Yes. On, and so I was scared to play him. I actually had him on my bench. But, you know, but, every true fantasy guy is about volume. I mean, they yeah. basically, they ain't going to give it to anybody. Well, you know? la- yeah, that particular team, I mean, they team, just right. signed Kareem Hunt, but they signed Kareem Hunt off the scrap heap. So, you know, he wasn't going to get no burn. Okay. So, there you go. So, so those two did well Those two did well, else. and then Lamar Jackson did a decent he, he amount. He did phenomenal with and, his two rushing touchdowns. I just wanted to bring that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So, the disappointment was Puka. Puka didn't Puka, uh, Puka didn't. Well, it's nice. You, you didn't draft Puka, right? No, I picked him up 
Off yeah, of you picked him up off of waivers. And so it's so funny. Puka does great. We pick him up off of waivers and he shits the bed as always. That's how it always is. But who ate you up? Who, 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 who fucked you over for the week? You know what? Like, was it somebody in your team other than Puka, or was it somebody that you were playing that stood over here and fucked? I mean, okay, so in the one that where I split, I basically the Miami track meet destroyed me. The, the he had Hill, he had Mostert, and he had um, which is I actually played in my in my DFS, but and he had um, oh god, the the quarterback. Uh, this is the Lick Tua. Time. Tua, thank you, and so. I, you I, sound like you're playing me because it, I have Hill and I have most of it. And guess what? I cracked everybody. You know what? I usually don't like to stack like that in fantasy, regular fantasy football. So I thought he was a joke. And I also thought Tua would, by now would be already concussed and in, in on the ground. Hey, Tua, but, Tua's been but, practicing but he, falling. He's been doing jujitsu. And Tua might be the MVP of the league while you're hey, messing around. Hey. If two is the MVP of the league, you're going to see me take an entire fifth to the head. <laughs> Mark my words. I'm just if saying. If two sits over here and is MVP, I will take a fifth of Kavali okay. to the head. You heard that, in America. Front of everybody. You right. heard that. that. That's not going to happen. But I, I do respect his game because you know what two is doing? He is literally passing for the most yards per throw mm. and, having the, and doing it in the least amount of time to throw. Now, that is an oxymoron. That almost never happens because if people are going far down the field, you need longer time to throw. Right. And but because, like you were saying earlier, they have a team of track. Uh, yeah, they have gazelles. a track team. They have gazelles. And so he's able to sit over and throw the furthest and in the shortest amount of time. That's literally never been done in yep. the NFL. I, so I, I feel you. That, I that, feel that's you. very interesting. So that was just, just – What about you? Of, well, yeah. who, who, who burned you? Who burned me? Um, I lost. No, actually, I won both my games this week, and and I shouldn't have. Mm. I was literally um, projected to lose both of my games, but I had Hill and Mostert on one team because I'm a genius. And then on the (laughs) other team, I had Devontae Adams. So I picked. Very, very, very good team. Well, so I'm three and zero on one well, team, and on I'm two. Back. Yes, I know. And I'm two and one on the other. And so I will be heading into the playoffs. So I'm in the playoff running for my one that I'm two and one, and I'm number one in my league on the three and zero. But you know what? The 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 fantasy side of it is the one that just you know that wets my beak. That's just what I play just to kind of yeah. get loose. You know what I really love is that DFS. I know. And, and, and you know we play DFS every single week. I'm a DraftKings guy because. You I'm know, a FanDuel guy. You're a FanDuel guy. I am. You know, so I played DraftKings, and DraftKings, I crushed it in the first half. I had a team that I was uh, running with, uh, Cousins, mm. Jefferson, Hill. I mean, I had a great Tank Dale. So I had a great team. I'm a big money, but unfortunately, the mistake that I made is I did not play somebody from the uh, afternoon slate. So I'll never make that mistake again. You mm. got to have some semblance of some balance between the entire Sunday, not okay. just playing just the early slate because they have the best games, but finding some value, finding some, some, some good people in the afternoon slate. And so I didn't do that. Let me ask you this, because this tell me if you agree. So what I often find too, is that, um, the real secret to a lot of the victories that I've had is about picking the right defense. And I kind of build from defense out. So I ended up picking the chiefs defense that did well on a number of my cards, but 
the one who I, where I really wet the bed and one you talk about who disappointed me was the damn Dallas Cowboys. I had no idea. I didn't see that coming. The Dallas Cowboys really well, what hurt respect. me. Like, like well, did you have their defense or did you? Well, if you're getting points off of sacks and turnovers, mm-hmm. essentially, then and and what a minimal amount of scoring, then you know they all whether they rank it at. 5,000 points, mm-hmm. you know, 4,000 points on down. You kind of want some of that little sweet spot where it's in that between four to 3,700 points on a defense that is unsuspecting. And so I won on the, the big on the card where I picked the, the Chiefs because everybody, the sexy pick was to pick, uh, you know, the 49ers. Uh, no, the or, real pick was, or, or, or was, the Cowboys, was the Bills. Or the, now, now, here's where the deal is. The, the Bills, Bills score 32 points. So whenever a defense scores 32 points, you're going to win a contest. This mm-hmm. is no matter what. You're, or you're at least going to make a whole lot of money. I will tell you this. The philosophy or the thought process to build from the defense is, in my opinion, um, the very worst thing to do because the defense, because of how little they cost traditionally, $4,000 or less is not the, the maker breaker. So that's always the last uh, thing well, that you know I do. And Unless you, and you make, somebody you make more money in this than I do. So maybe I, maybe I need to get my notepad out and be like, okay, <laughs> that's usually the last thing that you need to, to, to okay. focus on. What you really need to focus on is, um, your correlation is your stack. So your quarterback, which I, I actually had the opportunity, you told me a little bit about your team. You had Patrick Mahomes, which was great because he wasn't highly owned. Yeah, and I had him with Kelsey. And you had him with Kelsey uh, against the Chicago Bears that you know their defensive coordinator had just quit. So the, the, the thought process is great with that. The only challenge is, is how much they cost. All right. So so when you're looking at it from that perspective, what you did w- was great because it was low owned. It had a high cost, but you were able to find some fillers. And so that's why you won. I actually went a different route. I went, unfortunately, with a route that most people are going with and tried to find some some very low low owned people to go with the high owned people. I went with the Minnesota Chargers game because that was the mm. highest uh total scoring game on the entire slate. And so it did well. I had Cousins, I had Jefferson, I had Hill, I had Tank Dale. Now, who booty cheek me? who tricked off my whole card was Smythe, mm. who I don't know how you score 70 points in your tight end and gets one catch for 15 yards. And who also booty cheeked me was, was Kelly, mm. the, the backup running back who took over. Yeah, for Eckler, well, we, you know, he was a mystery it. last week too. You he was a mystery not. last week. But when people do, when people are expected to do well and then fail, you're supposed to go back to them because you there's a ex- expectation that the people liked them the previous week, so that means that they should have done well and they didn't. That means that you're just a little bit early and they should do well the next All week. All right, so I'm going to give a tip just for the sake of our first episode, mm-hmm. and then I know you probably got a whole bunch of them. But since you brought up the Chargers, right? So to me, the thing that you really need to think about for this week coming up is Palmer, Quentin Johnson, um, and maybe Black Palmer Jr., the tight end. Basically, all the other pair them, pair them. Palmer is the deal. Yeah, because yeah. they're playing the Raiders, mm. and that's generally going to be uh, somewhere in a high scoring game because. Both defenses uh, on paper seem like they're decent, but they're really dog meat. I really like that call, G Money. I, I really like that call you, in terms you, you of that really game. Need to go heavy on the that game. The challenge is, is that your quarterback is going to be out with concussed. That's all right. Well, well, the thing is, is that a DFS game 
if there's not both teams scoring, then traditionally the other team's just going to fall on their run game because the other team is not going to be able to push them to have to pass. So, unfortunately, and let me tell you something. Next I'm not week, worried about Garoppolo. I'm going to Garoppolo's not going to play. So my point is that so you're going to have the backup that's not going to be able to push him. My concern is is that's you're, you've just convinced me I need to go back to Kelly. And let me tell you, if I go back to Kelly and he shits the bed I again, hey, <laughs> if I go back to Kelly again, because I – Motherfucker, I'm oh going to roll these You're going to flip your chair over. I'm, I'm gonna, and I'm going to tell I you. I want to do something ignorant. I guarantee you that. Because, you know, I hate to lose. But well, I will tell you this. It's going to be a Raider home game. Know that. Because uh, our team, listen, our team, it's a Raider home game. And the, the Chargers know it. Every time that they come to L.A., you know, the, the Raiders really should have came here instead of Vegas. I mean, if we're just being real. Yes, without a doubt. So it's going to be 80% Raiders. But I like and Vegas. Do. Vegas with we the team. Due. With Raiders. Uh, Vegas with the Raiders. Three. They're, they're gonna, you know, it's anarchy. You know, I lived in Vegas for a while. Yeah. Uh, for 10 years. Shit, nothing for a while. So, you know, Vegas and the Raiders go together. At the end of the day, yeah, is, I mean, it has sexy, nothing to do with that. It's what? Is up with that coach? If is he going to be able to do the deal? Is he going well, to be able to take you know this what? back up? Rubber meets and the do, road. And, and guess what? You know what's another good shot for next week for DFS is um Jacobs. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because Jacobs. because the Chargers have a have a run funnel defense, which means that they encourage you to run. Yeah. So so because so they they their defense the and tackles are light in the ass and they don't Correct. do nothing. So so if Jacobs. This is a great game for Jacobs. Fuck Kelly. This is a great game for Jacobs. So I really haven't had an opportunity to take a real close look at the slate. I do uh, want to do a quick shout out with Shroud. I, I did have Shroud made some money on Shroud this past week. Everybody slept on him because he fucking didn't do well on that Mickey Mouse test that they had out there, this uh, new test, this IQ test. And everybody was like, oh, he didn't do well on the test. He's stupid. Mm-hmm. Guess what? At the end of the day, this game is played with how much talent you have. Mm-hmm. How great can you pass the ball when you're a quarterback? Yep. And, and guess I'll who win. did do well on the test? Is old boy that's with Carolina. I say Zach no, old boy. That, <laughs> oh, he, 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 I think he did mediocre. Okay. But what's the dude that uh, that's with Carolina? First round pick from oh, Alabama. Uh, young. Uh, uh, yeah, young. I, I think that's his. Yeah. Is it young? I, I don't know, man. You know this yeah. nigga. Let's look at all the names out of my so, head. So, 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 so the Carolina quarterback who's hurt. He didn't play this week. Um, he did well on the test, and he's supposed to be so cerebral. But guess what? When you light the ass, and you only yeah, he's, he's still he might be a little, little bit smaller than you. He's little. Yeah, he's little. He's light in the ass. At the end of the day, this game he's is learning. about big men. It's about who can actually do the deal. I'm with it. So, so you know, I'm excited for next week. Me this, too. There's a whole bunch of great games. Guess what? We're going to be back. You're going to get this intense, in-depth, very refreshing perspective. As you see, we're going to keep it real. We're going to say some things. And unequivocally. I want to thank everybody. And I for do need you to in. do this for me. Not just come back next week, but I need you to subscribe. I need you to follow, and I need you to like. We're not only on YouTube. We're on every single podcast platform. And if you want to holler at us, come get at us. You're going to get this in-depth analysis that's going to keep it real, that's going to be unvarnished, no bullshit. We're going to go hard every single week moving forward for as long as y'all love football. Me and G-Money are going to be here to give it to you. No doubt. Let's have a great, great week. I wish all of you all the best. Enjoy these games. Sip some liquor with me. 
And cheers. Oh, hey, last thing. Dolphins, Bills, game of the week. Please believe it. <laughs> church. church. <laughs>